0: Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, dear listener. This is a mini, I imagine there'll be a series. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Make no promises. Under promise, over deliver. Um... I wanted to, every once in a while, I think of these little things that I want you to know. It often comes up in the art of self-marriage when we're having our live calls or when I'm speaking with a client or with a friend. My brain loves to imagine things I can imagine that will change my experience and I want to offer some of these to you, so they may not be full, long, deep dive episodes, but I just wanted to pepper these in at the soft shoulder because they're so helpful to me, to my clients, to anyone we share them with, and I want to share them with you as well. These little tiny things, they like little games. And in fact, it's really not that much different than maybe when you were a kid and you would pretend, you would play pretend, Imagine that you're something you're not. Imagine the world is something it's not and act as if, right? This is really a fun way to just play with your mind and see what things you can imagine that will change how you experience the world as it is, (laughs) right? Like, for example, I, when I was a little kid, I used to take, um, if I was sitting in a restaurant, like a diner, And they had straws in one of those like cardboard boxes that had all those striped straw, plastic straws. Um, And I was bored and I was of a generation where, you know, there was no tablet. There was no nothing. In fact, if my mom didn't have a pen in her purse uh, or paper, you know, maybe if she had a pen, I could draw on a napkin. But if there wasn't that, then maybe there was just a straw. And so I would take the straw and I would fold it in half. And then I would flip up the ends and I would basically make a little pair of legs. So, if you can picture the straw folded in half, and then on the ends, you just fold them up. So it looks like a pair of legs, maybe in first position ballet style, right? The feet are poked out. And I would make it walk around and I would, you know, imagine whatever I was imagining, imagining that there's this other being there. And so, where I really was, was sitting at a diner or whatever what I really was was bored. What I really was was a kid who had a lot of time, who was tired and maybe a little bit cranky and wanted to go home and have a nap. But this moment where I got to play with one little thing and use that as a jumping board for like my imagination of like, who is this weird creature with the striped legs? And, you know, well, the the straw by nature was kind of forcing it into a ballet position with the feet. Um, And so I went with that. So then it became a ballet's dancer's legs and like what what was going to happen next and it was just distracting enough to make that moment of boredom more pleasurable and fly by until it was time to actually move on right and I think kids are so good at doing this all the time you know Um, as adults we tend to play pretend but we like to play pretend really terrible games like what happens if My loved one gets in a car accident, (laughs) it's a game that a lot of people like to play. What happens if this plane crashes? What happens if I lose my job? Okay, I don't need to point out that these are not fun games. And children, (laughs) you know, if you were a little kid and your neighbor was like, hey, you want to play Let's Lose Our Job and Panic? You probably wouldn't be as excited as you would be if they said, hey, let's play Carnival or Gas Station or like whatever you want to (laughs) do in the garage. I love playing gas station in the garage my skipping rope you would tie the skipping rope to one of the hooks that was on the side and that would be like the hose like the gas pump and um, other neighborhood kids would like ride around the street you know in the circle and like every once in a while they come pull up and you got to like you know pretend that you were filling their tires <laughs> pumping gas <laughs> good why was this fun I don't know but it was great fun so what I'm saying is pay attention uh, also, gas station might not have been fun for you, um, so the, the, the point I'm, <laughs> very, I'm dragging slowly <laughs> into this episode is be aware of what game you're playing with your mind. You're always playing something, okay? And make sure it's a game, so make sure that you want to play this game. You don't have to play any game. So notice if you're playing an imagination game with yourself that actually you hate and is causing you stress. It's a game you can opt out of it and you can find another game to play instead, right? So if you're like, Oh, I'm playing that game. What happens if my loved one breaks up with me and I'll never find love again? Be like, Oh, that's, that doesn't sound like a fun game. (laughs) So I can just stop playing that game and playing something else. So today, Uh, is what I think might be the first of a short series, as I said. And I want you to imagine something that you are doing right now that maybe you don't really want to be doing. Maybe you're ready to leave. Maybe you are, let's specifically talk about like work or something where it's an obligation. Something that you kind of have to be in right now for the time being. Either that you just financially need to be keeping the job you have or, you know, it's your, your duty and responsibility to take care of somebody, something that you have to show up for, you know that you're going to, but you're not thrilled about it, you know? Could even be to a commute, driving, like you have, maybe you have like a, a long commute that you have to make all the time and it's just like, ugh. You know that you have to do it, you know that you're going to do it, but you don't really like it, okay? So what if you imagined that instead of an obligation that you were a volunteer and that you were actually doing an act of service just by doing this thing that you find incredibly dull, you were doing it not for the money, not because people are expecting you to, but because you have decided to volunteer because you are there as an act of generosity. And it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. It doesn't matter if, you know, it doesn't matter what happens because you're not that attached to it. Here's the beauty of imagining you're a volunteer. Let's say it's a workplace. If you're a volunteer, you're not calculating, you know, payment. If you're a volunteer, you're not worried about getting fired because you're a volunteer. You're could. you always there with this idea that you could theoretically walk out at any moment. Right? So there's this sense of like detachment and also the sense of like you're there to help. They're thrilled to have a volunteer. This place that you're at, they're like, oh my God, so-and-so, this awesome listener of the Soft Shoulder Podcast has shown up. Thank God they're here and that they're helping out. They're joining the rest of the staff because they're choosing to be here and they're helping all of us out. I don't know about you, but whenever I've been in a position like this, um, maybe a job was already ending and we knew that it was. Um, and so we kind of know that it's like, kind of that, what are you going to do? Fire me? Like <laughs> some jobs that was more like exciting. <laughs> I'm like, Thank God this job is ending. But, um, but when that risk was gone, when you like, you already know this is coming to a close, you already know that you're just, they're grateful you're showing up and there wouldn't really be any consequences if you didn't. I ended up, really showing up differently and noticing that I was being a little more generous, being a little, taking that extra step because why not? And everything felt so good because it felt like I was giving as opposed to something being taken from me, like my time (laughs) or my talents, you know, being like taken for granted. If I imagined without having to change anyone else in the room or anyone else involved, right? If you're driving someone, you're doing the commute and you're driving someone like an hour and a half, whatever, and they're not appreciating it. They don't have to appreciate it. Imagine if you're a volunteer, that you're volunteering for a service that is helping this person who is really, you know, in a lot of pain, unable to show gratitude or whatever, whatever the situation is with this person, look at them compassionately and imagine that you're actually volunteering for an organization that is helping this person. You're not volunteering for this person who's miserable, right? And it's like, you know that this person is not well, you know that this person is kind of miserable. Maybe they even resent going to where you're driving them to, if it's like, you know, like a physio treatment or something. And you're still doing something so lovely because you are volunteering to take them to a place where they're gonna get care, whether they know it or not. You're volunteering and the family members are all relieved to know that somebody is taking care of their loved one and getting them to their physio appointment, you know? And so it's like you, that's all you need to do is be present and be generous and feel good about what you're doing. It is um, an amazing thing. Our imagination, what just this little imagination play can um, how it can shift your mood. And so this is an important part of any of these, this and any and all imagination play that I will suggest is to be real about your feelings (laughs) because when you try to force it, like this one might not work for you. Um, I spoke with someone this morning and I suggested this volunteer thing and we had a blast just imagining how this was a real game changer for her current experience. It really is going to shift how she's living her life for the next handful of years and and beyond. For you, it might not have that same effect. And I'm always aware of that about how like, you know, we, we need to listen to ourselves and get a real sense of what's going to work. I don't want you to listen to any of these things on the soft shoulder and feel like it's prescriptive or if it doesn't work for you, there's something wrong with you, right? So what I encourage mostly is the more you listen to yourself, and feel your feelings. And, you know, again, kids are great, right? They'll tell you if they don't like what they've just put in their mouth. (laughs) They'll tell you if they don't like the color of shirt you just pulled over their head, right? Um, Get in touch with that knee-jerk response, whether you like it or not, and don't even worry about processing that right now. Just find some place where you know, some place and some concept where, you know, you can play with your imagination and it works because the whole point is for you to feel better. The whole point is that it feels good and it changes things for the better for you. Right? Um, secret missions are another one that I really love as well it's kind of paired in with uh, with volunteering but I think I'll expand on that in another one because that deserves its own little mini episode dear listener thank you so much for being here for subscribing if you haven't already subscribed I plan on dropping a few more of these little mini ones to help brighten your day spark your imagination so Subscribe or follow wherever you follow or listen to this podcast. And remember, as always, that you are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Take good care and we'll talk to you soon.